Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last Podcast. My name is Josh, and this week I have a Joe with me. Hey, man. And also a Jimmy with me. What is it that is up? Hello, my digital DiGiorno pal. <laughs> Spaghetti Jim, everybody. I ate DiGiorno, I'm pretty sure, tonight. That's some kind of pizza. That's great. That's right. You're pretty you sure? sure? Yeah, you forgot what you ate today? No, I know it was pizza. Like, I'm 99% it was pizza. Did you? So you didn't make it? <laughs> There's a 1% that it wasn't pizza? And, and I made it. <laughs> so you took a pizza out of a box and put it in a in an oven and made it and then ate it. Yeah. Yep. And, somehow you're, and somehow 1% of you doesn't even know if it was pizza. <laughs> And the rest of you is fifty fifty on what it what kind it was. Okay, well like if if this is just the matrix, like was that pizza? Or was it just code? So you're saying there's a one percent chance it was just code? Yeah. Mm. Oh man, if you eat a pizza in the matrix, you taste eat a pizza. it a little bit like code. If you can die in the matrix and die in real life, you can eat a pizza in the matrix and therefore eat a pizza in real life. Yeah, it's real enough for me, man. Huh. Right. That steak, that steak in that Matrix scene is like the best looking steak ever. Just, pl- <laughs> just plug me back in, yeah. Joe. I mean, Joe, for just reference and to make sure that everyone's not going insane. <laughs> do you know what you ate today? <laughs> um, for lunch I had an egg salad wrap. Um, and for dinner I made a little stir fry with a piece of salmon. Ooh. And you don't eat breakfast. And I don't eat breakfast. Well, I had okay. a piece of string cheese in the morning. Does that count as breakfast? Yes. I mean, it is. <laughs> it, yeah. That's the breakfast you had. Also, I don't know if I'm about to get canceled, but I don't like string the string cheese. I just eat it like a stick of cheese. Yeah. No, I mean, can't. you're off the pod. You're a fucking <laughs> maniac, but. Yeah. I mean, who's got time to fuck around? I just need, I, I want to eat this cheese. <laughs> that's I'm not into that. that you do that. I don't like it. It's called string cheese for a reason. <laughs> Why do you even buy it the string style then? There's um, all kinds of other cheese you could just be eating by the chunk. Just by the slice or something? Yeah, I guess there is a difference of having like a little stick of mozzarella versus like a slice of mozzarella. Yeah. Still different. <laughs> Joe just likes peeling the single packaged cheese away and then and then throwing the fi- uh, filth into the landfill yeah. that's what he that's the part he likes actually i kind of now that i think about it i peel it like down two sides so i'm kind of eating it like a banana like the wrapper's still around it <laughs> yeah wouldn't want wouldn't want to have your your hand touch cheese yeah maybe that's the thing maybe that's why i don't string it is my ha- i don't want to touch the cheese in my hands it is a weird thing. Or should we just do a whole separate pod at this point? Um, cheese pod? Yeah. Let's do a cheese pod and let's talk about why does string cheese do that? No other cheese Like, why does, does it that. string? Why does string cheese string? Oh, chemical chemicals, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it must yeah. be something specific to mozzarella that it, like, tears like that. Because I don't think you could do that with, yeah. like, a stick of cheddar. Right. Or gouda. There's no way. Like a, a hard, nutty cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like, I want some cheese. Just a <laughs> stick of like blue cheese, and you're just like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just crumbling apart. All, all right, so I Googled why does string cheese string. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Um, and the stringiness of string cheese is naturally created by the cheese being stretched and pulled by an auger while simultaneously being heated to 140 degrees. Oh, well, there you go. So it's made to string. Yeah. At that temperature, the milk proteins apparently begin to move and change, aligning horizontally. This alignment allows the milk proteins to become stretchy. Listen to that. uh, (laughs) Just all of this... (laughs) All of this math and science and art that goes into making it stringy, and I just bite it. Just <laughs> yeah, without... that's a lot. That's uh-huh. A lot goes into that for you to just waste someone's time, Joe. <laughs> also, like, yeah. the person, also, the person that knows how to do that and like did it, I feel like they are capable of making meth, for sure. Yeah, right? they, they cook on the side, for sure. Well, <laughs> they Anyone's have a chem- capable of Yeah, but I think they are equipped with the chemistry level knowledge. For making meth. <laughs> yeah, I think I could get like a you know ninety five percent purity. <laughs> challenge, Chal- challenge, <laughs> Me- meth challenge, meth challenge. Joe. Tweeted so, us, this- tweeted us with your meth recipe, and we'll try to make it. This cheese pod took a huge turn. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's gonna make some some meth and string cheese for next week. So oh, man. Like, I was pretty sure we were going to get a good, like, Kemp's uh, sponsorship there for a second. And now, throw meth in there. <laughs> no right, dairy's going to bite. All right. Now that the meth section of the podcast is done, <laughs> Joe, how does the rest of this <laughs> podcast work? <laughs> the rest of this, we'll be discussing a TV show we know nothing about. Because <laughs> we're going to watch <laughs> only the first and only the last episode of a TV show that we pick. One show a week. Just the first, just the last, nothing in between. Um, and we judge it based on what we've seen and then decide if we want to watch it fully like a normal human or if we just want to carry on living your life. Yep. <laughs> Most of the carry time, on. we just carry on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> we can get it done. And Jimmy, it was your show this week. Yep. Right? Yep. And you're threatening us because it's a long one. It is. So I'm curious um, on what it is. When you think back to this pod and its history. Frasier. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've been watching Cheers and Frasier just entered. Oh, it's so good. Um, anyway. No, not Frasier. What, what would you say was the longest, maybe most, the longest, most disappointing uh, show we, we've watched i mean and i, I would say, say i think watched. the longest one is different than the most disappointing because i feel like the longest one would have been like mash yeah, yeah. i had to add a caveat because i think yeah. mash like dr quinn longer. was pretty long too wasn't it oh was it i feel like Maybe. the the first episode was like a legit movie like it was two hours that, yeah that sounds right i wasn't there i also wasn't there for this one which was stargate oh mm. so, oh the s the sg1 isn't that the one yeah. we watched the yeah sg1 are we going uh, back through the gate and we're gonna go back through the gate <laughs> and see what's going on in atlantis oh <laughs> crap this is under it's, it's gotta be underwater right is that how that works man i hope so i hope something yeah. is underwater you just walk through the stargate and end up underwater that's not a you just drown. Just not ideal. That's for sure. To the top of the ocean. The first like star monads that walk through like immediately died, <laughs> and yeah. then they figured out you need to have a suit. Inexplicably, 
just floated to a shore somewhere. (laughs) So for all of you Stargate heads who have somehow made it nine minutes into this podcast and are like, okay, finally, we were not happy with Stargate SG one. There's a little like past recap that the last episode in SG SG one was just awful. (laughs) Pretty got a pretty rough ending. But you know, and that's hard because there there's a lot of like Stargate truthers out there. This is a big cult show, right? I mean, I believe so. It's one of those like sci-fi. Is it on sci-fi? Yeah, the yeah, Atlantis is totally on sci-fi, I believe. But didn't um, SG One start on like HBO and then move to sci-fi? I don't know if it was oh, yeah. HBO. No, I'm yeah, I think it sure. was HBO. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Sure. Um, uh, show no, actually, Showtime and then Sci-Fi. Yeah, okay, that makes more okay. sense. One of those. <clears throat> but yeah, so five seasons of Atlantis, hundred episodes. Got that sweet, sweet syndication. Yeah, they just made it. Um, looks like it was uh, July two thousand four through January two thousand nine. Yeah. Um. I assume that none of the returning there's no like are there returning characters? I don't know, there might be. I I assume cuz it's a spin-off, so I'm assuming it's carrying on some plot that I wouldn't know about because yeah, they I must totally have stepped into they must have stepped into Atlantis at some point within SG1 and then spun this off cuz SG1 ended in 2007, so there's a period where both of them are running sweet okay so what it says really the this uh wikipedia says atlantis is following the events of stargate sg1's seventh season finale lost city okay and the eighth season premiere new order okay and how long and how many seasons was sg1 at least eight <laughs> fair enough so i know I think that it was much. like 10 yeah 10 seasons of sg1 right on yep correct so so this is a little spin-off so i i would assume then we're gonna see like a clip from stargate sg1 potentially of them like remember when they discovered atlantis no. uh <laughs> and and then i guess they i would assume maybe they have like a base on atlantis now in the in the pilot this pilot episode so they're like, already yeah because i don't know what they did in uh, season seven and eight in in SG one, but I assume that means that the humans uh, became, you know, they they put their flag underwater. In the is anyone else thinking like Little Mermaid a lot right now? Is it, <laughs> is it just me? Uh, I mean, Poseidon. like are they like are they going to be mermen in this? Huh. I hope so, but the mermen just turn out to actually just be aliens. Yeah, yeah, they're just aliens. Well, because also, do you think Atlantis is on Earth, or it's just it's another it's another planet, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess another planet. Because they don't usually, I don't think they ever traveled into a Stargate and then just went to somewhere else on Earth. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't. Is this Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Atlantis. <laughs> That's yeah. The the next spinoff is going to be Stargate Cleveland. <laughs> Starring Drew Carey. I yeah. was going the same 
That same direction. Drew Carey's like the main villain. <laughs> um, yeah, but I picture, I guess, that Atlantis is not the the lost city of Atlantis, but it's like an entire water planet. And so that most of this is like taking place underwater, but I don't think we see them like swimming around much. I think there's just like cities built underwater that are completely like like you're mostly just passing through buildings and skyways but they're underwater kind of like minneapolis in the winter but it's just (laughs) water outside instead of snow instead of a snow globe yeah i would would even be a snow globe (laughs) i would even say it's it, it potentially is like you know when they show like mars colonies and it's the big glass dome on mars i could see it being like that but underwater yeah. as well. So then they could see all the fishies and stuff. Mm, interesting. I bet we see one really big, like fish sea monster. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if, if a fish is big enough, it becomes a sea monster. I guess so. octopus monster. Hopefully. Well, don't take away my predictions already. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it kind of creeps uh, me out. Um, so I don't, but I don't hmm. think when the show starts proper, besides maybe besides maybe a flashback to the SG1 I don't think I don't think any of the characters are Swim. in are in are in this show for real. No. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I think, wouldn't recognize them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, you they have a they have a Piccolo. You I think it's was that Teok? Yeah, I hope I hope wow. he crossed over like um the way um oh man, my brain in Star Trek the Klingon um, crossed over into. You mean like Worf? You talking about Worf? Because okay. Worf joined um, Starfleet. Didn't he, didn't he join like DS Nine for a while? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Worf went to DS Nine. Yeah, so he. Yeah, I. I'm assuming he Piccolo jumps. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, because I guess you gotta have like a seed to start up the spinoff. Like. Yeah. Well, this isn't the seed. The season premiere and finale finale of from yeah. sg1 well i mean like, hey you remember take, this you got to take an actor you got to take a character because otherwise um you got to have something for people to latch on to be like oh yeah fucking dwight's in that show i'll watch it yeah shrewd <laughs> yeah. farms yeah i would have i would have watched that <laughs> <laughs> maybe i maybe would have watched it yeah i'm know. also a maybe on shrewd farms <laughs> I uh, will never know. I mean, so th- this show started July 16th, 2004, and Lost City. Oh, wow. So season seven um, ended in March 19th, 2004, and season eight of SG1 started on July 9th. So this is like a direct. It started. This show started seven days after season eight premiered of Stargate SG one. So like they were right on top of it. I I didn't know whether or not there was a couple years. So these two shows overlapped each other for two years as well. They were competing. Yeah. They're running at the same time. Joe said that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think rewind the tape? No, but I wanted to see like when it when in terms of like when it, like they showed like Atlantis on, alternating or something like one in the summer one in the fall something like that right but they were literally it started a week after they debuted episode or season eight so yeah 
you think they even like ran them the same night so it's like thursday night you get to watch like two hours of Stargate, like action. two hours of gating <laughs> just dipping through mm-hmm. gates That's also so what's like gate. the uh like if you're the studio head at sci-fi what's like the pitch for adding another stargate show other than like i get that you have one show that's successful and you'll just like hey let's just multiply that but like is this one like the grittier stargate is it the more like Mm. adult stargate or sillier stargate Hmm. i mean if you got a big enough stargate like following all right check this out stargate (laughs) But it's wet. But wet. <laughs> now they're wet. <laughs> but like, okay, so Star Trek. I keep going back to Star Trek. Star they had three shows going on at once because they had Voyager going on too. So there's got to be money to be made on those yeah. nerds. I mean, it's just it's basically just like it's going to be Stargate, but except probably going through space a bunch because eventually they were obviously like flying around on a spaceship in SG One. Um, Right, but right. they're just going to be like we're in a water planet, or maybe I don't know. They get like maybe they get stuck there or something. So now they're not like really gating. They're just they just got there via a scar- Stargate. So like mm, yeah. you know, there's other things they can do. I bet. I also bet Joe that like maybe if they think like the initial show is sort of maybe starting to end its run that they're like, okay, let's start a new thing to try to extend this, you know? Like that does make sense. Like the old cast is getting a little too expensive or they're just kind of over that story. And like, let's start up something new and just like kind of coast off to that. Yeah. And it's probably, it probably costs money. Obviously it costs more money to make two shows. Cause you assume it's kind of like maybe it's two different teams, but kind of the same production people essentially mm-hmm. the company or whatever is producing this. Uh, but you start it then so you can get the tail end of the people that are like, well, I mean, maybe I'm not into SG one as much right now, but like mm-hmm. I still want some Stargate in my life. So they move over to Atlantis. They, and then as SG one gets off the air and declines, then Atlantis gobbles up all of their viewers, you know? That's why there's a little overlap. Yeah. Makes sense. Whereas if they would have waited like three years in between shows, people were like, man, I already watched Stargate or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. This is still going? Oh, it's different now? They're wet? Oh, it's it's a different, but it's wet? (laughs) (laughs) I like dry Stargate. Yeah. I liked it when it was in the desert. Where's Kurt Um, Russell? Yeah, Kurt Russell's the dry the dry gator. Um, should let should we just should we get into this? Because this first episode is a two parter on the same night on July sixteenth, so we're watching both. Whew. So I think so. I think we got a lot of work cut out for us. Yeah. Uh, and even though the listeners don't care, and it they'll only be gone for ten seconds, we got like an hour and a half of show to watch. <laughs> so, yeah, put on a pot of coffee and do it with us. Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing? You're working from home. Yeah, come on. You can fill out that <laughs> you can fill out that spreadsheet while watching you got Stargate. Three screens going right now. You know you do. <laughs> you got three or more if you know how to do it right. Uh okay. Well, the first episode is called Rising. So we will uh we're gonna watch that and then we'll be back after that. 
Alright everybody, we're done with the first episode of Stargate Atlantis, a two-parter called the just called Rising. Jimmy. Yeah. Got that right up? I do. Or some semblance of one? Since I have a, a semblance. A lot. Yeah. yeah, it's a, either either a, like a novel or this paragraph that says, Dr. Elizabeth Weir leads an expedition to find the ancient lost city of Atlantis. The ancients lost city. They're the people called the ancients. Uh, and this is a journey that brings her and a carefully selected crew of Earth's best and brightest to the Pegasus galaxy, where they embark on the adventure of a lifetime and awaken and and awaken among the stars an enemy none of them could have predicted, endangering themselves and the native people of Pegasus alike. I didn't I didn't ever hear them say the word Pegasus. Was that was that a thing? I, I heard them say the word Pegasus, but I did not know that was like that's like the other planet they went to, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's it was all like mentioned the, in the beginning. Isn't it all the same planet? Isn't Atlantis and the land all in the same thing or not? Don't know. That's I assumed. I, <laughs> I assumed that when they okay, so I mean, we'll get here. We'll get to it. Um, so like show starts, it, it starts with a scene, like a two minute scene from several million years ago is what it said. And it was like Antarctica when it wasn't frozen over. Mm -hmm. And then the, these other, these alien people that are just like, they're like the, they're calling the ancients, but they're really just like the first humans. Right. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like I don't know. It just kind of showed them like looking up at like a spaceship that was coming down. That was it. And then it was like present day Antarctica. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so then the current people figure out the Stargate coordinates to to go to Atlantis, which is apparently this is just something they know about. So Atlantis. Well, they 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 have found they've unearthed this thing in the ice this like headquarters of the ancients from well, however a million years ago and then they're trying to figure out that they figure out that humans some humans have a gene that allows them to somehow be able to work this like ancient technology and then this uh john guy whatever his i forget was he a lieutenant he a captain? major john shepherd major john I kept so anyway so hit him and then the the SG one guy fly in. Um, what's his name? You mean Richard Dean Anderson? Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but his character's name? Ah, uh, that's not important. He's not in the show anymore. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I have it here somewhere. Um, so John, like, walks in and can just use it all can just use all this technology for some reason which still has not been explained to us but well he's got the gene in his he's body got the gene he's got he's apparently. a descendant of the ancients he might be just an ancient as far as we know because he's just <laughs> walking around able to use all this technology without even trying 
So far, this is just the plot of Final Fantasy VII. I just want to point that out. All right. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but then, so then, because of that, like, he can he, like, his mind opens some map, and they're like, yeah, I think this is Atlantis. We figured it out. We're looking for the and ancient. Five minutes later, they were on Atlantis. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, go. <laughs> but then, like, they were in Atlantis, but Atlantis has, like, these power things they called them zpms which stood for something um zordons per minute or something like that um and they needed more of them hopefully to like keep the shields on in atlantis so the because they thought that the ocean was going to crush the underwater city so then they went to so and this is where i thought they went to a different planet via the stargate called pegasus Okay. To try to like find power sources to mm-hmm. keep Atlantis from like shutting down. Um yeah. and then these bad guys called the Wraith attacked and like stole a couple people, a couple people from Pegasus, a couple people from the Stargate crew. Mm-hmm. And then they took them somewhere. So did they take them to a different planet? They they took them to a different planet again, right? Or did they take them to back to Atlantis planet? I, I wasn't sure on that part. I well, this whole time I thought that it was all just stargates on this one planet, and that Atlantis was just in an ocean on that planet. Because then, uh, not Layla, Taylor, Taylor, who's a an, an mm-hmm. ancient person. Well, she's just a, or a native. Is she an ancient? Person. I think she's just a native person. She's not an ancient. Sure, she's just some other spinoff of yeah evolution, is what they call that. This is a TV pod, so we'll call them spinoffs. Uh, and she, because she said something like, "We can't go down there because we think that like the wraiths will come." It's like. So I just assumed like they didn't have the ability to like leave the planet. They were living in like teepees and stuff. Yeah, but they like were like next to the Stargate and they definitely knew about the Stargate. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and the, they were cool with it. The Atlantis base is definitely in a different place because the whole thing was they didn't want to lure the Wraith back to the Atlantis base. They were trying to protect that, right? Right. So like yeah. if it was all the same planet like there would be no drama about trying to shut the stargate because it's just like okay cool we'll just take the long way and just like head over there yeah they'll sure. just go down to the because the start the stargate they were in for that was one of them was on the planet surface one of them was like in orbit of a planet i mm-hmm. just assume all three locations they were at that weren't earth were all separate like planets yeah i think they have to be because otherwise like there they wouldn't would just, be they would just fly their spaceship like 30 minutes one yeah. way and they'd be right there yeah i think i just mm-hmm. don't know enough about the lore of stargate obviously i just i just basically just think it'd be really weird to have multiple stargates on a single planet because it seems like that's overkill i mean <laughs> like it takes like a long time to fly around the earth you know? yeah but they have like super spaceships you know they're not they're not like taking airliners yeah, <laughs> taking just passenger jets so um so yeah so then 
they get taken by the race. But I guess we should talk about some characters really quick. Mm-hmm. A little bit, because there's a uh, Doctor Weir, who's like the scientist, the head scientist lady, right? Mm-hmm. Is that? Who yeah, you? she's like uh, she's a civilian like leader of whatever this like Stargate mission is. Yeah, and that's like a point of contention between her and like the military leaders. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the military leader. No, why, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just say all the scientist people quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Weir, and then there was uh, Dr. McKay, who was just... Is he Scotty? No, the Scottish guy is Dr. Beckett. Oh, yep. I specifically wrote those two doctors' names, and then I wrote Dash Scottish by Beckett. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, McKay is the one... Okay, he goes to Atlantis. Yeah. He's the wimpy Canadian guy? Yeah, he's the Canadian. (laughs) Okay. Um... And then on the military side, there's Colonel Sumner, who is uh, Robert Patrick, a.k.a. T-1000, a.k.a. Mm. of X-Files fame as well. Um, Just FYI, I don't know if any of you guys uh, went hardcore in your predictions, even though... So he died in this episode, but I checked because I wanted to see where his overlap was. Oh, like he was in SG-1? Well, no, he was in X-Files, and X-Files ended in 2002, oh. and this was in 2004. But he was only, in, according to IMDb at least, and he was only in this for one episode, which would have been this episode. Mm-hmm. Unless he's uncredited at some point. But he looked pretty dead at the end of this episode. I would say so. Um, And then there was Major John Shepard, who is like the new guy who has the gene of the alien the ancients so mm. think he can control things and then there's a uh, lieutenant ford who was like sumner's like second in command basically and now he's going to be shepherd's second in command mm. yeah um, shepherd is our main protagonist yeah for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. and then i would say the only other person maybe of note is taylor who's like the alien like the alien girl. I mean, she's just, mm-hmm. I swear she even like said human about herself at one point. Hmm. They just look like humans. So, mm-hmm. right. But, uh, sh- uh, Taylor and one of the doctors got taken away by the Wraith people. And mm. then Shepard and Ford and a couple other people went to go get them. And then they saved him, and they escaped. And mm-hmm. I and oh, I guess the biggest thing is like, the shields did fail in Atlantis, and it just and it just rose up from the ocean floor to just be floating on top of the ocean. Now. Yeah, pretty smart. Yeah, yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah, good good fail safe. But uh, so can we talk about the wraith now? A oh man, bit? sure. So the wraith are. They're not the ancients, right? But they're the evil that killed the ancients because yeah. the ancients were like uh, an incredibly intelligent form of human that preceded humans, and somehow their civilization so their civilization was destroyed by the wraith. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. so these wraith are some sort of like super unstoppable evil. They look kind of like cyberpunk vampires. <laughs> 
I get yeah, I get you there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like um, very pale, like long white hair, big teeth. Yeah, like if we are watching a video, like a movie that was like vampires are like the number one race on earth and like mm-hmm. humans are enslaved. This is what the vampires would look like in your mind, basically, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all love Static X and Orgy. <laughs> I was going to say the Wraith Queen looks just exactly like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, it seems like the Wraith, like, can live forever, except they need to, like, eat people, like vampires, to, like, stay alive. Mm-hmm. And like, sleep. one of the... One of the scientists basically said he would ne- he could never see any them like dying from old age because they have like regenerative regenerative oh right because properties. they found like a hand in like the after like the battle the initial like little fight yeah and he was checking it out that's um that's Beckett right he's the like bio guy yep. It's got, you can tell he's got the Canadian patch on his uh, mm-hmm. shoulder. Um, and then, but so, you know, they had that little thing where I think when John Shepard came in to save everybody, he like had an interaction with that Wraith Queen or whatever. And she was like, if you kill me, you're going to awaken everybody. And then her mm-hmm. voice got all like very demonic. <laughs> like it got like deep and like ancient evilly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. She had some uh she had some something on on her voice the whole time. There was like yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, anyway. Um I liked the Wraith. I think the Wraith are the reason why I want to watch like episode 2 of this show. Like mm-hmm. I like this like there's a very mysterious bad people that we don't really know about, but they've obviously made them like seem very scary and like very powerful. Yeah, and they they found out about Earth, and they want to eat. They they just want to eat people, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah, they they've been starving. They and also, ground. they did mention that the Stargate in Atlantis is the is the only Stargate from Earth to Atlantis or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works because hmm. like they obviously traveled other places, but it yeah, seems like they think... like go. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, just that it's, I think it's just the one way to, like, it's not on Earth, but it's the one way to Earth. Got so, it. So, um, it's, yeah, kind of an important gate in that sense. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. I agree. Uh, yeah. So, uh, essentially, if, yeah, if they get discovered, or if they're, the Wraith are able to penetrate to Atlantis, then they're able to get to Earth and then just eat all up. All of the just peoples, eat just like their, nuggets. Eat their dinners good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't What did you guys think of this show? I agree. I think I think the, the wraiths are fun. It, it's fun that, like, so for the first episode, basically the conflict was that they made it to Atlantis, but now it's just, like, crumbling, and they don't have enough power. And then... Uh, and they're and they're gonna maybe try to like they're trying to just shut everything down, send some people out through the gate to see if they can find something to like fix it because they like just got there and it's gonna all be destroyed. So now in the second episode, second part, 
it's like the it's like we we came here like on this like expedition and now basically we just doomed all of the earth to die <laughs> you know <laughs> which is pretty fun <laughs> which is basically what so they 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 discovered this ancient like um what would you call it? like hologram lady who who just like talked to them about the wraiths <laughs> it was like hey so just so you're aware we were just like going out on this expedition and we were like confident and kind of cocky and then we ran into these guys and then they basically murdered us all <laughs> so like don't do that <laughs> and then that's just There's exactly what they you did. shouldn't do <laughs> to wake up this ancient evil yeah so they did that and they did that <laughs> joe um I, I went into this like again thinking about like what why why is this like there's Stargate SG-1, right? And then this is the spinoff to that, and they're running concurrently. So I was trying to figure out, like, for someone who's a fan of Stargate SG-1, like, what about this is attaching me to this that I'm going to watch another Stargate show every week? And, like, I don't really know. Like, the um, the the character, the main guy, Shepard, He's kind of your, like, Han Solo type, like, charming, snarky, good pilot, doesn't follow the rules. Um, but he just, like, seems a little meh. Like, Yeah, um, I see that, too. Like, he's not that cool, I guess is what I'm, what I'm saying. Like, I don't really want to hang with that dude every week. Um, the Wraith are a little interesting of just like yeah the, there's a lot not known there but they are built up to be this like big force but um yeah i don't know what would attach you to this i mean i i know like i get that there's you know there's stargates and that it, it's a sci-fi show and there's action and that's all great but if stargate sg1 already exists then like what is this for <laughs> I kind of think Jimmy mentioned it sort of right in the be- like in the first part of the pod, mm. but I kind of feel like this is sort of like that Star Trek Next Generation to Star Trek Deep Space Nine, where mm. they were kind of running at the same time, whereas like Next Generation is them like traveling from like planet to planet or like wherever they're like exploring and they're every episode or whatever is like a new adventure with new people and new everything. Sure. And then Deep Space Nine, which I would like. So I would say Next Gen is like SG-1. And then Atlantis is like Deep Space Nine where they're like, yeah, but what if instead of like exploring out, you just have a central hub now that like sometimes people come to you and you have like a war that you have to deal with potentially Mm because they get into that in the end of like Deep Space Nine. There's like wars and stuff. So it's more opportunity for like a long term story rather than like kind of just episode to episode so it's yeah like two different vehicles for star trek or stargate lore yeah exactly it's i mean i guess i would just kind of assume that's kind of how they're differentiating this whole thing yeah like i bet in all of sg1 well i don't know who was the bad guy in the end of sg1 that they were just you know sitting time? wasn't it that they was were it just, just time? stuck on their ship yeah it was just time so <laughs> Yeah, like SG one was running out of ideas. Um but so yeah, maybe this is just like the hey, we're like it's basically a space station 
um, and they probably travel out to do some stuff, but they have refugees that they need to help, and they're in a war because they have the people from the other planet, from Pegasus, that are now on Atlantis with them. So I just kind mm-hmm. of assume it's that's their space station, and then now they're probably fighting a war. Okay. Whereas the other Stargate is them just exploring and getting into, you know, one to three episode story arcs and then moving on. Sure. So do you have predictions around this? I mean, sort of. Okay. Cause I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wondering how, I mean, like I'm ready to roll into episode three. Like how are you going to fight all these wraiths? Cause they just woke up like a bajillion of them. Yeah, I I mean, I bet it's I bet it's similar to like their story episodes that keep like kind of make the Wraith stuff keep going, like sprinkled throughout a season. And then there's also like adventure of the week, monster of the week, potentially stuff that they deal with, too. So I bet the Wraith Mm -hmm. don't come up every single time. And who knows if they're even like, I mean, five seasons, you think, I mean, are they even in all five seasons? They could solve the Wraith problem in three seasons. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Um, other thing to note, when I was looking at IMDb, uh, Jason Momoa is in this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the Just one like thing I know about Proto this show. Proto-Aquaman? Yeah. He's like on the on the A thumbnail somewhere. Is he? Okay. Um, I just saw that he was on, on it, and I'm like, interesting. Might be the IMDb one. Very interesting. It it was like his early, his like first thing, I think. Okay. Well, we'll get into that after we see him, but. <laughs> oh, well, if wanna, we see I, him. I don't want to look it up in that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't want to spoil it. Right. Uh, so, I mean, currently right now, I'm interested. The Wraith are like enough for me to like kind of just maybe want to see what's happening. So hopefully in like if season one were to like pick up and it was very interesting and they made this bad guy like really compelling and like deep and cool. Then I'd be like, cool. Maybe I I could stick around. The thing about it is, is I think I was pretty compelled to want to keep watching that first episode of SG one. And that turned into a really large turd. (laughs) True. True. So that's what I'm worried about right now. I hope they're, they're not fighting like the wind in this last episode or something. And they have to like sit in a cave for 45 minutes. And wait it out. It's probably just uh, the water. <laughs> yeah, they're probably just fighting. Hey, water's yeah. water. Water's scary, man. That's strong stuff. I it think... was global warming that destroyed the ancients. Ah, <laughs> uh, too real. It's just a giant mecha Trump that's fighting. I'm pretty sure drowning is my greatest fear. Just to put that out. What episode is this? I think it's time. One hundred and sixty-six. <laughs> think the world should you heard it here jimmy's greatest fear (laughs) is drowning um anything else before we dive into predictions for this i mean i feel like we 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 know what they're i feel like we know what the show's about like i i think that was very clear at the end of that it's like they're on atlantis and there's a looming threat like you know keep watching Mm -hmm. everybody so we'll see you next week we'll see you next week (laughs) episode two things Um, are fine for now (laughs) Oh, but or are they? <laughs> um, so I think we should we can should we dive into predictions then? Go for it. Wanna, yeah, I got some. 
You want to um, share them? We we didn't mention that the uh, like the official uniform of Atlantis is like North Face jackets. <laughs> <laughs> there's like in like the first scene. There's like a few like people like wearing these like nor- North Face jackets, and I'm like, are those North Faces? And then literally like the next person comes in and he like is wearing a jacket with like the logo on it like of North Face, and I'm like, oh, it literally are. They literally are North Face jackets. Um, I didn't yeah. see that, by the way. Yeah, and then they kind of disappeared for a while. Um, were, was that only when they were in Antarctica, or was it when they actually were in Atlantis? Oh, it was only in Antarctica, yes. It's cold in Antarctica. It, it is yeah. cold, yeah. And it's North warm under the ocean. <laughs> um, so I think that, uh, yeah, we get a call back and we see another North Face jacket. I don't know if it's... <laughs> In the Arctic or Antarctica, but nice. I think we do see another North Face. It comes back. Fair um, enough. I think similar to SG-1 where they had a Piccolo, I think we get a good Wraith. A Wraith who has joined the good guy side. <laughs> I got that Excellent. too, just FYI. Uh, me yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen. Well, now it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, I hope it's Jason Momoa. <laughs> he's the good Wraith? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that at the end, Atlantis is destroyed. I think they Ooh. they hinted at the destruction of Atlantis in the first episode, but I think now they they follow through with it. In typical human fashion, we just ruin whatever we come in contact with. Yeah, oh, it's just we ruined it. Um, and then I think the very last scene in the show is someone walking through a Stargate because I think that's supposed to be like the uh, like. There's more adventure to be had on the other side of this Stargate. Mm. Womp. Womp. Yep. (laughs) Nice. Um, Okay. So my first one is I think Dr. Weir is dead or gone. I don't think she survives five seasons. Sure. Um, I think there is a a Wraith Piccolo is what I wrote. So I agree with Joe on that one. Um. I think there's an option essentially for like Mayor Shep- uh, Major Shepherd to re- like at the end they are they're gonna return to Earth kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I think he decides to not return to Earth and to go mm. to you know plan he goes Plan B instead of going back to Earth, which was the original plan. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, if I was gonna speculate, I assume he goes to wherever Taylor goes. <laughs> if I was going to. <laughs> further speculate but i'll let that one be a a soft part of the prediction um and then i don't know what jason momoa's character is going to be i assume he's not going to be human fully i believe that he's going to be some sort of aquaman okay (laughs) like he has gills or something i mean if he can if he can swim underwater without a breathing apparatus yeah. Or maybe he has fins. I don't know. I feel like in some way Talks he's some sort of he's some sort of Aquaman. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll Wonderful. be the judge of that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, I have I think so I think John Shepard has a love interest with this uh whatever ancients um evolved people. Probably Taylor, but you know. Um, At least an alien of some sort that's not like regular Earth human, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, I swear we're called them ancients, but maybe not. 
Um, then I have number two is Wraith Piccolo. Then I think Atlantis sinks again. Like this episode was called Rising. Maybe this ep- <laughs> finale will be called Sinking. L- lowering. <laughs> uh, so Atlantis sinks. And then uh, Octopus Monster. Yeah, that's a good one. To bring it back. To, to like episode five or something of this pod. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, so I we mean, got- it, the episode is called Enemy at the Gate, starring Ooh. Jude Law and Ed Harris. Incorrect. <laughs> well, Wraith at the Gate. Wraith at the Gate. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, so it's episode 100, January 9th, 2009, Enemy at the Gate. We will see you after the finale of Stargate Atlantis. And we're back. We're done with the final episode of Stargate Atlantis, Enemy at the Gate. We did it. Sure we're done. is. We've successfully protected Earth from the alien invasion. And we didn't even need Will Smith, so that was pretty good. <laughs> Basically, though. Get- Same exact plot. <laughs> it was uh, it was like half uh, half Star Wars... You know, a new hope, half Independence Day. Yeah. This needed Jeff Goldblum. Everything needs Jeff Goldblum. That's uh that's an obvious fact right there. Uh do you got a write up for us, Jim? Yeah. So in the series finale, the Atlantis team is contacted by none other than their old friend Todd the Wraith, who tells them in under <laughs> Okay, yeah, can we <laughs> His name is Todd? I didn't know he just, <laughs> I didn't know what his name was. I knew he was like a wraith and I and I, I was like, "Oh wow, they're just like people now because, you know, first episode they seemed more like ghoulish." Yeah, they're just people. They got weird voices still. But yeah, Todd Todd is a uh it's a royal name actually for the wraith. It's very <laughs> It's very regal and important. You're making this up. You didn't do no. You didn't do. You didn't do no wraith name research. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, that's so unfortunate, man. Is it spelled okay, anyway. differently than T O D D? No, that's his name. All right, well, Todd. Continue, I guess. I hope it's like a nickname, and that he's just kind of a bro wraith. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, Todd tells them that uh, one of his underlings has marooned him on a planet and taken over the Wraith Hive ship. As if that weren't bad enough, the Hive ship is now powered by a ZPM, and the super energy source is transforming the craft into an invincible weapon. While those on Atlantis try to destroy the ship, it jumps to hyperspace and has a very clear destination in mind. Earth. Dun, dun, dun. Shepard is recalled home to man their best defense while Taylor Ronan and McKay find themselves battling the Wraith from within their ship. In the end, Atlantis must travel to Earth for the final battle. Um, and then they do that. They, they 
do the battle. <laughs> and then the battle. Everybody goes home. The battle and then happens. And they go to San Francisco. Um, Inexplicably. They, they love Gates. <laughs> so, like, maybe this... I wonder if this is the first time it happened or if they did it before, but, like, Atlantis is, like, a spaceship now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, Why in not? the first episode, they were, like, <laughs> trying to protect it from water. <laughs> <laughs> and then in this one, it's a whole like battle station flying through space. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. What can't Atlantis do? That was interesting. Um, also, when they were on like the, I don't know, the bridge of Atlantis, and one of the guys is like talking, they have all these like super space age, like, you know, Star Trek consoles all over the place. But mm-hmm. in front of him was like an HP laptop. That he was like talking oh, yeah. about. I was like, really? Did that's like a coffee cup in Game of Thrones? Like you forgot to like someone was like running lines, and then it was just there when you started. And you're like, shit. Well, I guess. <laughs> there, there was like a laptop in the first episode too. Yeah, or but were they like episode two? But I don't know. Two. It just seems weird that it would be on Atlantis like five years later, whereas like maybe they brought a laptop with them. Yeah, initially still using it <laughs> those know. hps never break down <laughs> i thought that's what they'd mainly do <laughs> yeah um ah. also so like the 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 beckett guy the scottish guy who's got the ancient genes in him he yep. stays back to sit in the chair in atlantis to control apparently the 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 city spaceship that they now have um mm-hmm. and then they send they made it sound like they were sent, they sent shepherd back to earth so he could like sit in the chair that was in antarctica before mm-hmm. but then the lady yeah. was like oh it's in area 51 now and then all of a sudden instead of going there or like trying to utilize that power they he was in a fighter jet and he was just fighting. on. I was like, didn't he come to Earth because he's super, super important? Because he's got the gene and can control alien stuff. And then they just put him in a fighter jet and he was flying around. Yeah. Well, uh, I think he was flying to from the Stargate to Area 51. That's what I was gathering. To get to the chair. And so then, then um, he, in, when he's going... He runs into either he's like almost there, and he runs into those kamikaze wraith ships that just fly their ships into the ancients' chair thing. Okay, yeah. I mean that, that makes more get, sense, but I I didn't gather that. Yeah, I, I get watching. what you mean. Where there's like there was a line or a scene or something missing where like he was on his way to the chair to defend Earth, and then all of a sudden he's in this like uh, like dogfight battle. <laughs> Like, there should have been a line somewhere in between that was like, all right, we're on our way to the chair. Oh, no, where did these ships come from? But it was yeah. just sort of like, ships yeah. are here, got to shoot them. <laughs> it seemed for a while like they were waiting for those ships to like come because there was multiple fighters. Because mm-hmm. if he was like on his way to like Area 51 alone, he'd just be in one ship by himself, like going. Yeah. And so, there's, yeah. there's just a few... And that might just be like a weird writing thing. I feel like there's a few parts that like I was confused by 
and I feel like it was just either just some sort of delivery thing. Like another part of that was, so like the end of that scene is they are shooting these wraith ships, but the wraith ships are able to slip through and kamikaze into the chair and destroy it. And like the commander at uh, Stargate Command is just like, well, that's it. Thank like good try, but that was it. And that's like, wait, this is isn't this like the last line of defense for Earth? And you're just sort of like, well, we tried. Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, shucks. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, all right, come on back to base. We tried, and I'm just like, wait, what? Are we like, like Earth is gonna get destroyed, right? If you yeah. don't figure something out. Yeah. And the backup was nukes. The backup was Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so, that's what he did. He did like a. That's why I was like, I wrote down, is this going to be like a Star Wars death run? But in the end, it was pretty much legitimately fly into the mothership and shoot a nuke like they did in Independence like Day. In Independence except Day, yeah. instead of flying away, they did a remote detonation. Yeah. So there's this, you know, this giant wraith ship heading towards Earth to destroy it. And there's like essentially three plans that go into play at once. One is what we're talking about where. Since Shepard can't get to the chair on Earth to defend Earth using the ancient weapons, he's going to take his nuke and get inside the Wraith ship and detonate it from there. And then while that's like being plotted out, the rest of the team on... Um, uh, were they on Atlantis? On Atlantis, okay. yeah. Well, while they're on Atlantis, they discover that there's a Stargate on the Wraith ship, so they could like go into the wraith ship so they like you know send some marines in there and i think their plot is to just destroy it from the inside somehow or at least disarm the leaders of it from the inside somehow yeah they were gonna do something so they're doing that and then while that (laughs) is happening the third like plan is that the people who are piloting uh atlantis as a ship are like if we can get it up there, we can just like, um, what was their plan? They were going to fire, uh, they're essentially just going to like stall, right? If they needed to, they'd be able to be there to just stall and fire missiles at the Wraith ship. I don't yeah. think they were actually planning on like defeating the Wraith ship head on, but like they were like, we got to do something, right? Is that what their plan was? I think basically. Also, they, yeah. none of them, I think they mentioned it because they basically said something along the lines of like the Wraith uh, cut off. Did they cut off communications or did they just have their own? Yeah. They just had their own Stargate so they couldn't Stargate in between Atlantis and Earth. They had a Stargate. They could only Stargate to the bad boy ship. Yeah, I think they just explained fi- that they they had a Stargate on board essentially to like mess up travel between gates. I was just trying to figure out why mm-hmm. anybody on Earth and anybody on Atlantis weren't telling each other what they were doing. Yeah, just like, hey guys, like, hey, let's don't, coordinate. Hey, don't nuke. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, we're gonna throw a nuke inside of the ship. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then we won't put eight people inside the mm-hmm. ship. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, the whole plan pretty much comes together just based on, yeah, someone from command being like, hey, wait, actually, this thing is going on, so, like, don't blow it up yet. Or, like, hey, wait, actually, like, there's a ship outside, like, creating a diversion, so you guys you guys got time to, like, get off of there. You don't need to 
blow yourselves up in there. It was yeah. it was pure random happenstance for the most part. <laughs> One would think that like if e- even if it's like they're in some other galaxy somewhere and it's hard to communicate, that's the whole th- beauty of the Stargate, isn't it? <laughs> like. Like you can just pop your head in there and be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> uh, one second, you know." <laughs> yeah, you just hop over the game I mean, and be like, right? "Hey, you guys get, you guys gotta br- come on back to the ship." <laughs> <laughs> come back, uh. hey, come back. <laughs> and then Jason Momoa died for like a just a second. He was dead for like a minute. And then they brought him back. He had a whole big death scene. I think his death scene, like, lasted so long for him to just be brought back. Did you see his, like, one second? It, it, like, close up down his, like, dead face when he was dead. And he had, like, (laughs) dead cross eyed eyes. Like, it looked like he was, like, trying to be silly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's a very good actor. (laughs) Yeah. He said about eight words this whole episode. Very handsome man, but he's not very believable character. He's very also, chill for like you know being this close to the destruction of Earth. He's just sort of like, "Yo, let's go do this." Yeah. Right. Well, and also like, why did he? Number one, he died, and that was like fine because they were like, "Pick a char- it's the last episode. Pick yeah. a character to get yeah, to die sure. so people mm-hmm. care a little bit," and then they bring him back. Because some bad guy was like, I healed you, human, and now you're going to answer my, eh, I died. Eh. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, exactly way to ruin like the sacrifice that that character did and just bring him back. Yeah. But for no real reason other than, like, fooled you. He's alive still. Yeah. Well, so he doesn't really this... solve anything in the end. He's just He just gets to live. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no point to him being brought back, <laughs> except that... So this show, this the show was canceled, and so the writers found out that this would be the series finale. Mm-hmm. So I guess they did some like last minute things, but then there was supposed to be a movie after this that mm-hmm. just got shelved, and then MGM uh, filed bankruptcy, and it just got canceled. So oh, okay. Um, I guess I guess that makes sense. They they did do a good job. It felt like I mean, it felt like a finale. You know, they beat the bad people. Yeah. Maybe Way more so than SG-1. Oh, God, yes. I mean, here's the deal. This wasn't that great of an episode of TV. It just really wasn't. But it was a million times better than the finale <laughs> of SG-1. Yeah. It was It was hella fun. I mean, like, for as much as I didn't like the first episode, like, yeah, it, was just, it just had a lot of action, and there was a lot of stuff going on but i generally understood what was going on even if it doesn't quite line up logically like i understand like you're gonna go blow it up from the inside i get it and like you guys are gonna go in and like shoot some wraith cool (laughs) hey it's a flying city awesome yeah i mean it had it had a lot of good just like sci-fi like just dumb nerdy sci-fi stuff that's like good i just think some of the cracks of the show or the writing maybe show through with like just kind of like weird reasons to do stuff or just like, Oh, we forgot the, we forgot the line saying why he's dogfighting now. You know, we forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we forgot to take the HP laptop out of the screen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
did we really need to bring Jason Momoa back? I mean, really? I mean, I mean, if you if you got canceled, then I guess I can see that. But you're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like little things that you can tell this is not a uh, like Game of Thrones writing style. <laughs> you know, or just like just high end, like super good writing. It's just mm-hmm. like one of those basic. It's a basic, fun, dumb sci-fi show, which I'm like, this is this is great. Yeah. But you can they tell even with fun, like, uh... I feel like even like something like Star Trek just has like that little bit more polish to it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is just like a slightly better sci-fi show kind of thing. Yeah. It was very fine, which again yeah, like, yeah. makes me wonder like why, like <laughs> this is again the spinoff of a TV show that's a spinoff of a movie. And it's just like, how did we get to this point where this is the third Stargate property and it's running for five seasons <laughs> and it's still just okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Joe, it, Todd, the Wraith can only <laughs> hold the show up so high, you know, Todd the Wraith. and all the other actors really just needed to pull, pull their just own weight. Todd RIP, all the rest of the Wraiths, like Jim, Bob and Steve and, <laughs> Carl, Chad, like, like <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Dean, the Wraith. <laughs> uh. So speaking of uh, Star Trek, though, <laughs> we had Robert Picardo, who's the Doctor in Voyager. Mm-hmm. Um, who his character's name is Richard Woolsey, I guess. I think they do a terrible job in this show at at saying people's names. Or just naming people, because that's a silly name. Woolsey. And it doesn't say that he's like a doctor or anything, so I'm not really sure what his... But he seems to be in charge of Atlantis. He was in charge because uh, uh, Jewel State was a doctor. She seemed like she was like a medical doctor on Atlantis. Yeah. Dr. Keller. We saw her all of like twice. Yeah. She was in this show for... I looked it up for 33 episodes. So the last... I'm assuming the last third of the show, basically. Nice. She, she'd she make me want to watch the show a little bit because she's from Firefly and she's great. Absolutely. Other than that, it was a lot of original people from the original, except uh, Jason... Added Jason Momoa. Minus, oh, minus Dr. Pelleggi. Weir. I forgot we had a Mitch Pelleggi sighting. Yep, he was there for a minute. He was like Earth Command maybe, or something. Gotta keep an X-Files character in this show. That's right. Yeah. What was he just... Oh, he was in uh, Sons of Anarchy that we did not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys watching this? Or should we do uh, predicts? What? Do, how do we do this? I think we I got mean, the best of it. <laughs> I think yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, I'm like, I'm not interested in watching this. It made me want to like finish Deep Space Nine. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm gonna watch like a, if I'm gonna watch a, a nerdy sci-fi space show, I'm gonna watch a Star Trek. I think that's that's what this show is pushing me towards instead of actually Fair. watching it. You've never finished Deep Space Nine. I've never finished it. No, I'm probably. What are you even doing here? Get. Stop this and go do that. All right. Well, uh, see you next week on First and Last. I'll go. I'll pick Deep Space Nine.
<laughs> I was gonna say like I I would like at some point to watch like SG one because it has a it, I mean people are like like will threaten to cut you if you say bad things about SG one and then maybe like work in some of this when it overlaps because that's fun to me but um I'd rather be cut than watch the last episode of SG one so again TV though oh yeah that's true I forgot about that that's <laughs> skip all of that <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah there's more important things to watch right. like buffy yeah um okay yeah uh predictions joe you went first last time you want to go first again sure um i had that we'd get a north face jacket which i did not see <laughs> not not too cold in this episode out of hanged yeah yeah not not gonna work in the desert. Um, I had that we had a good wraith, which there was the wraith that was Todd, the wraith that was working with them. But I don't think I would classify him as a good wraith. It was still pretty adversarial. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay, yeah, he was coming around, but he's still on the fence. Yeah. Um, Atlantis is destroyed. Uh, it was definitely in danger, but it ends up like getting planted in um. Like via San Francisco Bay at the end here. Yeah. So it's safe. Um, and then the show ends with someone walking through a stargate, which it didn't. It ended with them kind of like looking off into the sunset at the Golden Gate Bridge. A different kind of gate. <laughs> <laughs> but not a stargate. So no points. Oh, well. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I had that. Um, Dr. Weir is dead or gone, which she is gone for sure. So taking that one. Um, I also had there was a Wraith Piccolo, but there's definitely not that. That was a a chaotic neutral Wraith at best, I'd say. Todd was. Uh, Mayor Shepard does not return to Earth. Our Major Shepard, sorry, does not return to Earth. He uh, ended in San Francisco, so he <laughs> returned to Earth. Yep. Uh, and then Jason Momoa is some sort of Aquaman. Uh, unconfirmed. Well, actually, they said he was a human. They just called him a human at some point. Oh. That wraith that revived him said, like, I've given you back your life, human. Now you'll tell me. And then he died. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'll take, I'll take my one point. Congrats. All right. Um, I had that John Shepard had a love interest, and we did not see that, which makes sense. I don't think he's a likable enough character <laughs> to put in. Okay. Um, I also said Wraith Piccolo. So that was a that was a throwaway since we all we were all either going to get that or not. So, um, then I had. I thought uh, because the first episode was about Atlantis rising, I thought it was going to sink. Should have gone the other way and said Atlantis flies. Atlantis goes to space. <laughs> Ridiculous. I would have been pretty impressed if that's what you would have guessed. Yeah. And then uh, no octopus monsters. No so. no real monsters of any of any bit. No, just vampires. Mm-hmm. Just the vampire monster things that were just like regular people. They it seems like they were much less yeah, like ghoulish, a lot more tame. Yeah, yeah. 
which is obviously a bummer. Yep. But so what is that? So is that a big old zero That's too? That's a zero. All right. Sweet. Uh, we're coming up on season six close, so I need. I need. Think I need all the points I can get. I'm sure I'm not anywhere near. Ooh. I haven't checked on the standings recently. Maybe an update next week. All right. If I get get to updating the spreadsheet, we shall see. <sighs> well, I guess it's the end of this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you want to. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter or Gmail. It's at F-N-L, F-A-N-D-L podcast. And you can give us show suggestions or just uh, compliment Joe or tell Jimmy your favorite pasta dishes. He is always <laughs> looking for new recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, sure. if you want to like, share, do all those kinds of things, rate us stars. It helps uh, people find out who we are. So that'd be great. But uh, that's about it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Wah, wah.